You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new film, Sugar, our guest today, co-writer and director Ryan Fleck, follows the story of Miguel Santos, Dominican pitcher struggling to make it in baseball's big leagues and pull himself and his family out of poverty. Fleck's first film feature was Half Nelson, written directly, written and directed jointly with Anna Bowden, a drama that earned five 2006 Spirit Award nominations and brought its star, Ryan Gosling, an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. Sugar opens in New York and Los Angeles on April 3rd. Ryan Fleck, welcome to film school. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Are you hanging out in Texas? Is that where you are? I'm in Dallas. Yeah. 24 hours. Is this uh, for AFI? Uh, no, that's gonna play, it is going to screen here next week, for that, but we're just kind of on a little press tour and uh, happen to be here today. All right. Okay. Oh, very good. Now, do you like Texas? Is it a good place? You know, I don't know much about it. I'm, <laughs> I've been uh, spent a lot of time in the hotel room, but yeah. I can't tell you much else. People are very friendly. Yeah. Now, what brought you into Sugar? Uh, you know, you're, you're doing something about teachers before with with Half Nelson. Now you're doing something about baseball. Was there was there something that drove you to do something about baseball, or the the idea just fall in your lap? You know, it. I've been a baseball fan for a long time, and um, I felt like I knew a fair amount about the game, but I did not realize that um, every Major League Baseball team has one of these private academies in the Dominican Republic where it's a huge industry where you know, hundreds of players are, are, live in these academies and they, they train and they, they're taught a little bit of English and hundreds come to the United States for spring training every year and get sent off into various um, uh, parts of the farm system you know, in minor league baseball in little small towns. And, and it was really fascinating to, to know this existed and feel like I knew so much about baseball but didn't know this side of it and I just became really curious about these guys who go through this process every year who you never hear about you know yeah. who don't become Sammy Sosa or Pedro Martinez or the superstars that were, that baseball fans are familiar with yeah. it, it, just sort of curiosity is Miguel Tejada is he Dominican Miguel Tejada is Dominican okay just yeah. curious now, now, a lot of the actors in in this film were uh, part of, of Dominican baseball. I mean, there's a lot of former coaches in there. How did you run into to them? Was it just by going down to the uh, Dominican Republic, or did you uh, actively search them out? Well, you know, when we started, when Anna and I started researching the uh, the idea, we started in the Bronx, actually. We, we live in New York, and uh, we went up to the Bronx, and there's a park up there, Roberto Clemente Field, which is where the last scene of the movie actually takes place. And there's all these guys who've been through this journey, you know, at, all, at various levels, and, you know, some in their early 20s and some who did it years ago and are now in their late 40s, early 50s. And we just heard their stories and um, kind of worked our way backwards from there. We kind of knew oh. that was, that was going to be the end of the movie. And um, they gave us contacts in the Dominican Republic 
Republic, and we went down there, and um, we had somebody, a guide, kind of show us around the different fields and camps, and uh, we just interviewed everybody we could get our hands on. And um, eventually we met uh, Jose Rijo, who's a former MVP yeah. player, and um, he had a role in the movie. You know, as, as our baseball consultant, he taught our lead actor how to pitch because he, he was a baseball player but had never pitched before. He was a shortstop, and uh, he also had a small role in the movie. Yeah. So he had an arm. Now, you, did, you say you did the New York scenes first. Uh, yeah. Researching-wise, we didn't shoot them first, uh, but when we started the research process, we, we started in New York and we kind of worked our way backwards. But when we shot it, we shot very much in sequence. You know, we shot in the Dominican Republic first uh, and then, uh, you know, worked our way through the story. Now, now was that easy, uh, moving that way from Dominican Republic, then to Arizona, then to Iowa, and then into New York? Does that, or did you find uh, moving around that uh, a challenge? No, in fact, it was great. It was it was really a luxury to work that way. To have to shoot in sequence, first of all, is is hugely important to the actors because you know Al Hennis, who plays the the lead in the movie, had never been on an airplane, had never left his country before, and so when he's going through this journey, he's very much going on the same journey that the character is. He's he's using all of that you know in in the movie everything that he's experiencing so that was great and and, and another reason it was helpful is because we had time for pre-production between each location for Anna who also cut the film to be cutting together sequences that we had previously shot so we were really learning how to shoot the baseball as we went we were we were learning uh so much about how to cut the film uh, and I would I would think for an actor a lot of the people in the film are their first this is their first film role in terms of sort of uh, getting them used to the, being in front of a camera and 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 the arc of their story, it would be much easier than with a, with professional actors. You can plug them in into the final scene of a film, right. and they'll do great. But somebody who hasn't done that before, that would be a, a very tough yeah. challenge, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, that would be. I mean, there was one time when we were scheduling where it was actually thrown around. You know, we were trying to like secure locations. Wow, can can we shoot the New York section first? Yeah. You know, and it was just like the answer was pretty quickly no. Like we can't we can't ask somebody who's never acted in a movie before to come do this final section of the movie before they had gone through all the other steps. Yeah. Well, and he grows as a character too. I think it helped, probably helped him understand where he was uh, when he got to New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. He yeah. goes through a very very similar journey in the yeah. movie. Um but you know, I think getting the non-actors, the people who had never acted before familiar with us, you know, Anna and myself and our crew, that was the main thing that we did in pre-production. We just hung out a lot, you know, yeah. with them. We got them comfortable with us, our crew. And so by the time we were shooting the movie, everybody was pretty familiar with each other and uh, it it didn't feel like they were performing. Uh, we're speaking with Ryan Fleck. The film is Sugar and it's opening uh, April third. Thank yeah, you. April third. I think it's a Friday in New York and Los Angeles. And you were mentioning when you were editing with uh, with Anna and and how to cut baseball. Did you did you come up with a technique? Is there something that you can explain how baseball gets edited that worked for you? Uh, no, I don't know if we had a technique so much. We we studied we studied a lot of baseball movies to learn what not to do. I think <laughs> more than what to yeah. do. Um, watched a lot of real games to get a feel for what audiences are, how they're familiar to seeing baseball. Yeah. You know, when you watch a game on television, what those angles are, and yeah. then how to how to kind of tweak that. You know, so when we want we wanted the audience to feel familiar 
feel like this is they're watching as an observer in the stands. You know, we would shoot it in a traditional television way, but there were specific moments where we really wanted to get out on the field, and uh, we got handheld and we got in the, the actors' faces. Yeah. You know, so that that was fun to do as well. But you know, we also we didn't just look at baseball movies. We looked at um, Raging Bull. You know, to really figure out the subjectivity, getting inside the athlete's head, uh, and also Friday Night Lights for the kind of the visceral shooting fans and and yeah. really putting you in, in the in the moment uh, now outside of sugar what's your favorite baseball movie <laughs> <laughs> um you know they're they're few and far between i think yeah i really can't stand the natural i think that's a pretty terrible well movie. i'm with you on that but, but mike my, that's yeah I think you get an argument from me i'm sorry Ryan, <laughs> but okay all right I, i'm a bull durham fan myself bull durham is a fun movie yeah. I, i'll say that's a big that's a good one and bad news bears is really fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. These and are good movies. Yeah. I get choked up by Field of Dreams too. I, I must admit. Okay. Now, can I, can I just can I just make no. the argument that Natural is really not a baseball movie? Either. Okay. It's okay. about mythology and yeah. all of that. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You guys have had this conversation before. <laughs> now, now, going into to Iowa with with the family that that he's staying with there, and you know, let, before I even get into that, we, we're forgetting the star of the film, and I'm I'm going to botch his first name. So why don't you give us a, an instruction? course yeah it's an unusual name it's yeah. al hennis with al a g hennis. with a okay. with the you know the g is it sounds like an h al hennis al hennis perez soto how, how did that uh, happen in casting him how did you run across al hennis well we, when we started casting we would go down to the dominican republic and we would roll around these baseball fields in a van and sometimes in the middle of nowhere sometimes in the in the cities and we would break out a video camera and invite all the kids on the field to come interview for the movie and they were they were pretty uh confused about what we were up to yeah. but you know and and we were taking them away from their time on the field so some of them didn't want to participate or they were annoyed yeah. um but uh we would just get a sense for who these guys were they would ask them questions they we'd ask them to tell a joke tell a story you know just figure out who was comfortable who had like a spark of of charisma and uh and comfort with us and uh we did a, we interviewed about 600 guys this way and Al Hennis was number 452 yeah. and cuz they all had a number assigned to them <laughs> wow. and it was exhausting work and uh, i should say you know my spanish is very limited anna who co-directed the film with me hers is is much stronger but it was very uh, it, it took I'm its toll on her online marketing coordinator Whoa. You might remember this I have that? no idea what that was. I'm I, so I sorry. Apologize. I wonder if that was my phone. No, 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 no. I don't. I have a feeling. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. that. That's okay. I think, but yeah, that was. It was an exhausting experience looking for Al Hennis, and you know, he had that amazing quiet intensity that um, that reminded us a little of Sharika Epps when we found her for Half Nelson, and um, you know, we we really we had a we had that kind of sense when we met him. Yeah. Well. Um, There are just so many uh, the the the, the uh, sort of the idea of uh, the the culture surrounding baseball in the Dominican Republic. I remember there was a uh, a, a ball player Vince, Vince Scully was one time describing uh, the uh, the journey of Dominican ball players to into the major leagues and why they are such prolific hitters. And there was a there was, he said there was a phrase that the Dominicans use and that is you can't walk off the island. And if you expect to be a major league baseball player, you've got to be a, a good all-around player, and you've got to be a good hitter. Yeah. But you really captured, to me, it felt like you really captured the the uh, the society that uh, um, that uh, Santos came from Sugar came out of. 
Um, yeah. How did you find that village or, or that where you shot? What was Thanks. that? Um, yeah, that was just that came out of number one casting and location scouting. You know, part of while while casting, you know, driving around the country, we would get familiar with these little towns and, and villages, and um, this this place where the, a lot of the movie takes place outside of San Pedro de Macorís, where, where a lot of baseball players come from. That's kind of the city, but there are a lot of towns around there. And Consuelo was um, a very small little village outside of San Pedro that we shot in, and um, the people were great there. There's an old sugar refinery in town. It just had this amazing look and feel. And the people really came out to support the movie. You know, we would rent props from people's houses. Our art department would find things, and, and they, they came out for there's a party scene that sees Miguel off to the States and, and the community really came out and we just threw a party and, and kind of shot it. Do you plan on uh, uh, playing it in the Dominican Republic? Do you, you yeah, take it back there? it'll get a release there, but you know, it's it opened for the Dominican uh, International Film Festival uh, back in November, and unfortunately I, I was working on another job, I couldn't go, but Anna went, and uh, I've got all the details and it was apparently a spectacular, there were 1,400 people in the theater <laughs> um, <All right. laughs> it was packed, and a lot of MLB stars came out David Ortiz, Pedro Martinez Sammy Sosa, they all came out to, really? to see right. the film, and their response was incredibly enthusiastic, right. and they said that we got it just right, which was really wow. rewarding for us. I'll say. Oh, I mean, it's always tough to, to take any, any group of people and try and put them up on screen and have them say, you got it right. Yeah. That's, yeah. My God. Now, now uh, Alhenis goes to Phoenix, and then he goes into Iowa where he's uh, uh, boarding with a uh, conservative family. Uh, how did you decide on, on putting him in that particular situation? Yeah, well, you know, the the journey that he goes on is one of, of a very a familiar um, place where he comes from to a sense of isolation, where he doesn't understand the culture or the language. So, of course, he's got to go to Iowa for, to, re- <laughs> to really experience that. Um, and, and we had a great time shooting yeah. there. And it's actually, we shot in Davenport, which is a fairly big city, and um, the people were, were amazing. But... Um, it, through our research, when we were going to minor league ballparks um, in Iowa and throughout the Midwest, we realized there was this phenomenon of uh, the host family, which is where local families would, would take in um, usually the Latin players who were sending a lot of their money home um, and to ease their financial burdens. They wouldn't have to live in an apartment. And so they would take these players in, and they're great. We really based that, that Higgins family on a combination of, of all these people that we had met who, who are really... It really, they love baseball and they they love the kids, but they they don't always know how the best way to to uh, yeah. to I don't know what the word is, but serve serve the kids' interests. Yeah, yeah, they they seemed a little bit uncomfortable with the situation they were in, and they were they were trying to make it as American as they could. Well, well, I think they make it fairly clear that while they you know they like having these these ball players uh, in their home, and they really do seem to like them. They're really more interested in the team winning mm-hmm. than they are really about whether or not they these guys yeah. you know this connect is, with them. This is the thing that all fans go through, you know, right? It's like you love these guys when they're when they're performing well for your team, but when they suck, you know, you let them know it. <laughs> it it's funny because they are these very conservative older 
uh, people from Iowa, but they are not at all adverse to telling uh, him what he's doing wrong. Which I think I mean a lot of it was very friendly, you know, kind of uh, critiquing. But mm. they, but they let them have it when when they feel like they're letting the team sure. down. So yeah, they, that's their role. They feel like they've got to, they have to let them know. This is the part of the story that I I I, I enjoyed the entire film. This is the part of the story where the, the film makes a transition in my mind, mm-hmm. and it becomes it's still about baseball. But it's really also about a, a, an immigrant's journey into America. This is kind of a subversive way of telling a story uh, uh, about the immigrant experience here, and I just think it made it a wonderful transition uh, in that in the film. Yeah, absolutely. This. I mean, for us, Anna, and, and even though I say I'm a baseball fan, we, we had no interest in making a baseball movie or a traditional sports movie. I mean, for us. The sports in this movie works similar to the boxing and raging bull. You know, this is a, it's a, it's a way to, it's a vessel to explore other themes about character and, and, and larger themes like immigration for us. Um, the baseball sequences are fun in the movie and, and I think baseball fans and sports fans are gonna learn a lot about the game and an aspect of the game that they weren't familiar with. But I think it's more, it's, it's a journey of self-discovery. You know, yeah. this is a guy who thought he was born to do one thing and learns that there are other things in the world that, uh, that maybe he's more suited for. Yeah, and 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 this is also uh, a motif in the film that uh, you don't wrap things up in the film. Things don't have a, a tidy, episodic sort of feel to it. This is just a, a flow of one person's experience coming from the Dominican Republic into America, and as you said, it's a personal journey as well as a reflection of uh, of a lot of people's experiences coming to America. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a it's a unique one. I think that uh, we've seen a lot of immigrant stories uh, recently and and over the years, which are are terrific stories. Um, but I don't think anyone's ever seen seen it quite from this angle. Yeah. Now, did did, did Alhannis like French toast? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I think he felt the way his character says in the movie. The food here is really sweet. You know, it's like I don't think he, they're used to eating that that kind of sweet food. Like we had, he had barbecue once when he came to Iowa with delicious barbecue, and he he wasn't a fan. Uh-huh. Uh, that's funny. Now, did he? Were there any things that you incorporate into the film uh, that, that he encountered as an immigrant uh, that that you just let in the film? Or did he in any way uh, affect the script? You know, in little ways, in little ways, you know, he, the actor, you know, Alhannis himself, he's got this scar on his head, and um, yeah. it's not really a, a major, it doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but we thought we'd work it into the story somehow, that uh, there's a character when he's in Iowa, a girl that he befriends who asks him about it, and, mm-hmm. and we have him tell the real story of how he got that scar mm-hmm. on his head. And so little things like that, sure, and then like dialogue specifically, we wrote the script in English, and then Anna, whose Spanish is stronger than mine, worked with a Dominican Spanish teacher in New York. We translated it all into Spanish, and then when we went down there after we had cast El Hennis, he he was he helped us out on a final draft of that, really getting that language right and specific to the territory uh, of of the Dominican where we were shooting. Very good. Now I've got to ask you about that scar because you you left the uh, the subtitles off during that scene. Uh, uh, can you tell me how he got the scar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's 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 not. We weren't uh, 
trying to withhold it from anybody. Oh, I, but, I, uh, except for but, people that couldn't see. <laughs> there's, uh, you know, there's there's a sequence in the movie where we, we he tells this story, and we we remove the subtitles because we thought the audience, the English speaking audience, it would be really nice to just watch him speak and articulate himself. Oh, and it's oh not, I appreciate it. It's that. not important to hear what he's saying yeah. so much as to see him. He's struggling so much with the language when yeah. he comes to the states, and you forget how articulate and charismatic this guy is. And so we really wanted you to focus on on that again. But yes. you know, he tells the story. It's he was trying to get some fruit out of a tree when he was real little, and uh-huh. he, he climbed on a chair and fell and cracked his head open. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Well, there you and, go. and that's what happened in, in his life. Now, now you have a lot of very good act. By the way, we're speaking with uh, Ryan Fleck. The film is Sugar. It will open April 3rd in New York and Los Angeles. You have some really terrific uh, actors in, in this film, and I want to highlight a couple of them. Um, I want to talk about... Um, uh, Andre Holland, who mm-hmm. plays the uh, role of uh, of Johnson in this film, um, terrific actor. He just has a real presence about him, and and I and I, I thought. Uh, now, how did you? Uh, was he an audition? Did you did you already know about him? No, you know he is a terrific actor, and and he was one of the. I think he's the only player in the movie who appears in uniform who was an actor before they were a baseball player. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, everybody else was cast off the field. You know, they were baseball players first, for their, and they're cast for their ability to play baseball and then to act secondarily. But um, Andre has, is a trained actor, and he'd, he'd been around, and he came to us through our casting director, Cindy Toland, and uh, he, he's fantastic. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to say Brad Johnson is his, his name in the. Yeah, Brad Johnson. I totally. And also uh, Osvaldo, uh, the the actor who plays Osvaldo is uh, Jaime Torelli. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, I thought he was just wonderful. He's uh, terrific too. Again, a very experienced New York actor. Um, some people might recognize his face from like you know Law and Order, occasional Law and Order episode. But but yeah, we didn't want to overshadow it with with anybody too recognizable. But we we just we needed people that felt real and authentic, and and he pulls that off well. He did. Yeah. He really did. He's uh he's sort of a, a mentor of sorts in the film. He sort of helps uh, uh, Sugar in his uh, journey into New York. And uh, um, yeah, there were times in the film uh, as far as as being authentic. Uh, I felt like I was watching a documentary. It felt like these people were real, and they were doing, you know, what what we were watching them do. So, uh, my compliments to you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, we try to make it feel as real as possible. Okay. Now, now, what do you think about the World Baseball Classic? Oh, that was fun. But yeah. you know what? Wait, what? you tell me who won because I had to go to bed. Early. Oh, really? Do you oh, not know? Japan. Do you want to know? You don't have it on TiVo or no, something? No, I saw. I saw the bottom of the ninth when yeah. uh, the Koreans tied it up. Yeah. Who won? Japan uh, went ahead. Uh, and go ahead. Tenth, in, tenth yeah. inning. They, they had, they had uh, runners at second and third, and Ichiro at the plate, yeah. the, bait, the open base, uh-huh. and they pitched to him, yeah. and he and he knocked a single up oh, the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just was talking to Nathan before the show. Ichiro is probably my all around favorite player in the world to watch play wow. baseball. He's yeah. pretty fantastic, yeah. I must say. Yeah. Now, now, what's interesting about this and about the World Baseball Classic is so many players were not from the major leagues. In in that uh, between Korea and Japan, I think there were five total on the teams that were from the major leagues in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And traveling around the Dominican Republic, did you did you find that the the quality of play and everything are are we making too much out of our major leagues? Is is the game itself being played at just a high level as uh, down there as it is anywhere else? And it's you just, know. Uh, 
before the baseball classic, I would have said, you know, Americans uh, rule the game that that we created. But yeah. I, I think the evidence is showing otherwise now. You know, I think that the quality of players, uh, the Asian players in Japan, Korea, and the Latin American players, they're yeah. they're just so good now. And um, and and that they, there are some advantages that they have because you know the players are just starting up again, and they, I think they've been playing. The guys on the TV were announcing the announcers were saying that the the Koreans and the Japanese have been playing, uh, I guess, for a while now in terms yeah. of the, when their spring training started. So the, yeah. the American players might be a little rusty, but um, you know I don't I don't know. It's, there's a lot of great players in the world though, and and it's fun to see. Yeah, I, I yeah. heard I heard a proposal that I that makes some sense. They can play the preliminaries. Before the baseball season, they're going to do this in four years. So all, all the preliminary stuff, when you get to the semifinals and the finals, I think they should do it during the All-Star break. I think they uh, should give a couple of days. That way you know the American players are going to be up and running. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh-huh. Now, th- this, just going back to the film just for one more question, <laughs> uh, there's, there's just something that ties the whole film together for me. And, and it's, it's uh, something, and I think it comes up a couple of times during where uh, the first time I recall was when uh, uh, he's having trouble at the plate. Uh, not the plate, at, at the mound. And uh, uh, his friend comes over and tells him it's the same game we played back home. That's all it is, so relax. Just have some fun. Now, uh, do you, is that the way you uh, look at when you're directing? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, yeah. yeah, I've not thought of that, but absolutely. It's um, it, you, there's a lot of reasons to get stressed out and start to think of it as as the most important thing uh, on the planet. You yeah. know, making a movie, and it's just not. Yeah. And uh, if you can't have fun doing it, then then really, I, I think you're in the wrong business. And and a lot of people make amazing movies, and they don't seem like they're having fun while they do it. And you know, I think we're better off for having those movies, but I don't understand how they work that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you've made a you've made a great one. Yeah, we you've made a terrific film, and I want uh, to just mention Anna uh, also co-wrote and di- co-directed yes. and edited and had a obviously had a tremendous hand in making this wonderful film. So uh, congratulations absolutely. to her as well. All yeah, right. I will pass that along. All right, the film is Sugar. We've been speaking with its writer, co-writer, and director Ryan Fleck. Thanks for being on Film School. Thanks, guys. All right. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.